0: I tell a man's not hot. I tell a man's not hot. The girl tell me, take off your jacket. I said, babes, man's not hot. Man's not hot. Never hot.
1: Yeah, hot. All right. <clears throat> All right. What are we? The little things.
0: The little, little. things. Things. Where the little things are. It's the little things, Jimmy. Where the wild things are. Uh, hey, still showing in theaters. Yeah, I just saw that too. <laughs> Look at that. So. You remember? You remember when? Uh, when Reddit saved AMC from going bankrupt? Yeah, that was pretty awesome, dude. I read today actually. I was here when we talked about that the first A- time. AMC um, uh-huh. recovered six hundred million dollars in debt. Really? Because of that? Because of that? Yeah. Wow. Now listen, that's pretty. They're probably still in the hole. Oh, for sure. But yeah. $600 million, all because people started buying their stocks right. as a joke, essentially. Yeah. as a That's awesome. As a middle finger. As a middle finger to the to, man. To big stock. To big, yeah. To the big boys. The big guns. That's crazy. But also, I love it. Long live AMC. Oh, yeah. Long live movie theaters. Long live AMC. <laughs> AMC be with you.
1: <laughs> and also with you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Wait sorry they don't say that They say AMC be with you And with your spirit
0: <laughs> Every time you go into the movie theater
1: <laughs> You get to the AMC You just get on, get on your knees
0: AMC be with you
1: And a voice just calls back
0: Okay Okay.
1: And with your spirit, you enter. Okay. This.
0: This has gone far enough. that, yeah, was, we, Dude, that, that was, was a good one. All right. I had a um, I had a good, good chuckle like that in a while. <laughs> oh um, boy. Oh boy. Whew. So. So the little things. We watched this. Uh, um let's see it came out
1: January 29th so we watched
0: it We probably watched it on the 30th. Yeah,
1: like 5 or 6 weeks ago. Yeah. Um written and directed by uh John Lee Hancock, who I, he actually wrote this like in the 90s, I think. Yeah, I heard that. Um this it's also set in the 90s, which but, but yeah, he wrote he wrote the screenplay and then ended up I he ended up doing something else or ended up picking up other projects and directing other stuff and he just didn't end up getting around to this until a couple years ago and then he you know he wrote rewrote a treatment of his old screenplay and and this is the movie we got it feels the movie itself feels very much like a
0: 90s thriller. I think I think you were saying this to me. <clears throat> uh-huh. It's kind of strange that like Movies set in the '90s are period pieces now. Yeah, and like right. you and you, you were watching this movie, and the way that the the way that the sets are built, the way that the costume design is, like you're mm-hmm. just very obviously watching a movie set in the '90s. And that's but like a set, strange right, thing in a,
1: di- in a completely different time than what because, we're. In, I mean, dude, 1991 was 30 years ago. Yeah, that's in. I mean, that's that's crazy.
0: That's crazy um, talk, Dom. This is. It's, it's quite a bit different from anything John Lee Hancock has done. Yes, but following up, or or this movie following up, um, The Highwaymen, kind of right. feels like right. he's, like this is kind of the tone that he's going with right. now. Like that's just his thing. Because before that, he did The Blind Side. He yep. did The Rookie. Um, Saving well, Mr. Banks. Like he, it, he nothing did some- that he had done before. <laughs> at least before The Highwaymen, was right. anything like this. In a more, like, just, I guess, like,
1: not dramatic, because, I mean, The Blind Side is kind of a drama. Uh, the Rookie's kind of a drama. Like, sure. It was like, and then but then he like he wrote Snow White and the Huntsman. Mm-hmm. He directed, have you seen The Founder?
0: No, With, I have not. With um,
1: Michael Keaton. That's actually, that's a really, really I, good movie. I've heard um, good things about it. But, yeah, I mean, with this, like, he kind of, like, was in, like, a biopic drama kind of vein with, like, The Rookie, The Blind Side, Saving Mr. Banks, but now with The Founder even. But, yeah, like, with The Highwaymen is also kind of a biopic, but it's a little more of a... You know, there's thriller well, elements. Well, the Highwaymen was
0: kind of like a, a different take on the Bonnie, and, Bonnie Clyde and Clyde story,
1: right? Like it's the other side of the coin, with right? The actual law officers who ended up, you know, Which hunting them down.
0: Also, the Highwaymen, one of the better Netflix originals from yes. the last couple of years. Definitely, it was un- good.
1: Super underrated.
0: I felt yeah. like it, it kind of flew under the radar a little bit. Yeah, um, it really
1: did. I I watched it with my dad. I remember I remember really liking that one. Um, but yeah, the little things is kind of continuing in this in this vein of movies with like that he's kind of getting into that have a little more of a thriller element, a little more crime, noir elements even as well. Um, I think overall it was a it's definitely a well made film. It's It's very well put together, mm-hmm. well directed, a lot of good acting. It just lacks any sort of nuance to it. Like it feels like it could have come out at any decade since the nineties. Yes, and it would have fit there fine. And normally that's not a huge criticism, but I think for this movie, it, it kind of is because it just doesn't feel like it has any place. Well, and it's it's like any, you it, like it, like
0: it's like you kind of said it felt like any you know inner city crime drama. It right. it was kind of. It was just what you would expect from right that type of movie.
1: No no huge like there's no huge twists or there's just nothing in the movie I mean it's it's super well acted, it's very well directed, the writing is good, but there's nothing that kind of stands out with within the story, within the how the plot kind of plays out, within what the characters do, that feels like as in any way like nuanced or unique. Or, I mean, or even different. in the
0: way, even in the way that it establishes, you know, the, the antagonist, yeah. you, it's kind of always just assumed that he is because it is it, it sort of is a, a murder mystery, but right. not really because you know who the antagonist is right. the entire time, but it's yeah. always just assumed that it's him. It's assumed that these, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, antagonist and the protagonist are going to go back and forth until however it resolves. There's right. no, there's no, I mean, you said it best. There's really no true nuance to how the right. story is told. Um, you, you yeah. had mentioned, and you said this.
1: Every time, every time one day we'll have a studio
0: <laughs> and he'll be there.
1: Yeah. We can shut the door.
0: We'll, ha- we'll have a studio for him to drink water in instead of an apartment. <laughs> Could you imagine living in a studio apartment, like where it's just one big room? Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. Um, It'd be weird. It would be. Well, I wouldn't mind it like for living, but like you couldn't have people over. I wouldn't mind it if if I was like I had I made chicken nuggets earlier. He's oh really?
1: Oh, I wouldn't mind it if I was like living like in downtown Springs above like, you know, a local shop or business. Yeah, like having a studio above that would be pretty cool. Like that would be. But yeah, I mean, you're—it's basically impossible to do relatively anything outside of what you would do, you know, by yourself, just living, like laundry. You get, right. Like you can't have people over. You, you just can't live. Host anything. That's all you do. I mean, that's all I do now, and I have a. I'm living. I live alone in a two-bedroom apartment.
0: <clears throat> I. So do you actually? I, I still, I still let Leo's drinking distract me from the pod i don't know why you do that every it, it single happens. time every single time it happens all the time <laughs> so what what were okay, you this you is <laughs> while we were watching oh yeah while we were watching actually you stopped and you said that the movie seven had ruined the mm, 90s yeah. crime thriller, the genre, right? the kind of neo,
1: the noir neo noir because
0: there is no way to live up to the expectations that yeah. seven set right and because of, you know, because of the influence that seven had on the genre, it's kind of natural for every movie like the little things to try Mm -hmm. to pull some of those themes from seven. Right. Um, try to use similar ideas, um, Mm -hmm. to set up the story. Um, and there's really not a way to do it as well, but maybe you can kind of tell me a little more like what you were thinking when you said that.
1: Well, a lot of, a lot of what I kind of, the, a lot of the parallels I saw were kind of in like the first thing I noticed was like character introductions. Like we're just kind of, we're just kind of thrown into this world to Denzel Washington's world. And the setup is kind of completely uh, void of this big, like expository dump of information. Mm -hmm. We just kind of, we just kind of jump into the setting now where seven excels and where this movie didn't was seven never establishes a, a true setting there's no c- right they're not in a specific city there it's always raining you never really know almost you'd almost never really know what time it is mm-hmm. until the very end when it's, you know they're out in the daylight and there's no more rain or and where it's not cloudy. where
0: each scene takes place in relation to the others right right there's very as far as physical location you are always you're always questioning in seven,
1: you're always questioning where you really are in relation, yeah, to other places you've been, other places you've seen. This movie, you know you're in California, you know you're in Los Angeles, you know where you are the whole time, but you're kind of you're kind of thrown into this setting in these characters the same way you are um in seven. Now obviously in seven you meet both of the main characters immediately almost immediately. Mm-hmm. But I just I don't know. There are, And a lot of the way the movie was shot felt a little influenced by Seven just in kind of the way different scenes were lit up mm-hmm. and how different characters kind of filled the screen. I, I felt a lot of... Set, and just in the story itself, kind of a, you know, trying to catch a person who's killing all these women in a very specific way and having no discernible leads other than like a missing red. What is it? A barrette? Like a missing, yeah. a missing red barrette or, you know, um, I don't know. It was like hair. I don't know. Tiny little things like that where I felt like when I was watching it, I was like, I feel like I'm just kind of watching a retread of seven, but with less uniqueness and just a little more kind of by the book, thriller
0: well and i think notes i think that might that might be part of the issue is that what seven did was so unique it was so
1: subversive and so against the norm of what a thriller was
0: right and and so and so now you watch something like the little things and Mm -hmm. you're like i've seen this before right it there is really with this genre it Mm -hmm. feels like and in t- and until I'm proven wrong, which yeah, you know, I could be, but it feels like there is like nothing new for the genre anymore. There's mm. nowhere for it to go. Right. Um. I thought I, that. <clears throat> I mean, I didn't, and that and, you know, it kind of ties into what we're already talking about. I didn't mm. have an issue with the story. I didn't think it was a bad story. No, I didn't. I no, didn't no. even think it was poorly executed. Right. But but. There was just nothing exceptional about right.
1: it. Right, it was executed well, and, that, and that's it. Yes, <laughs> like, yes, yeah.
0: But I mean,
1: I had a point to make. I can't. I think. Well, I I do know the only place that thrillers can really go now, now that I mean that now that movies like like Seven or. Um, I don't know. Even even like even crime thrillers like like The Dark Knight, which isn't in any way similar to this, but it is a crime film, mm-hmm. or The Departed, which is you know gangster crime, gangster films. You know the this genre and all the subgenres it has has they all have such established films and and stories that have already been told that. It feels like, yeah, like sometimes it feels like there's nowhere for the genre to go. The only place mm-hmm. I think for it to go is to either take the conventions or the subversions that have already been explored and, and take them and do them to perfection. Do them so, so well that people are remarking, wow, this I've seen this before, but it is done... Magnificently, Mm -hmm. this
0: movie felt more like I've seen this before and it's good, right? It was done well. And I now, now that we're kind of like hashing this out, I think part of the issue is that, um, this is this is like I said, a a period piece set in the 90s. Mm -hmm. Those past, you know, crime thrillers set in the 90s were made in the 90s or made in the early 2000s, they were they were. At their best when they were present day for their time. Right. And I feel like this, again, not that it does it poorly, but going back to that time and, and mm-hmm. making it a period piece almost works against it. Right. Um, Just because of what we've already seen in the past from other films. Yeah. <clears throat> Dude. Funny. What?
1: Why does he keep wanting to go out? I don't
0: know. Do I need to open the door again? It's cold out there. I know. I want to leave the door open. Do I need to... Just, just try it. Pop? Okay. <coughs> talk about... Talk, literally anything. Talk about. talk about it. Well, let's start, because I have some points. Let's start talking about the acting. Um, Dude,
1: let me open the door.
0: You have to unlock it, guys.
1: It's
0: chilly. It's chilly out there. Dude, Denzel was brilliant as always. I thought, I thought that this was probably um, his best performance since I don't know two thousand twelve when he did Flight. I really liked Flight. Oh, dude. Um, I think this is probably his best since then. I mean, he did. Um, he did the Equalizer, or I guess both Equalizer movies. He did right. um, Magnificent Seven. Magnificent Seven's a pretty sick he movie. He did. Um, Here's the thing,
1: Den- to to note though, Denzel is good in everything. Correct. Like he like he, he makes bad movies better. Right. And, and I'm not always. I'm not saying that he's uh, had uh, bad I know, performances. I know, I know that. Yeah. I'm just
0: saying this is his best in a in pretty a, long time. Right.
1: In his most definitely his most notable, I would say. Yes, and we're like like in like because in like Magnificent Seven, he's surrounded by other, multiple other great performances, mm-hmm. and it's also a good movie. Like with this one, he has Rami Malek and uh, uh, Jared Jared Leto, but it still f- it feels like Denzel's movie, to kind
0: of. Show off what he's got it's because every movie is Denzel movie. It's kind of true if Denzel, but movie, he kind of becomes uh, Denzel's movie. I mean, who I are mean, we kidding? Part of it is like based off of the run that he had in the like mid to late 2000s. He, like, he was absolutely brilliant, and it's yeah. kind of been a while since we saw that that classic Denzel performance. And right. this certainly was one. It certainly felt uh, w- like it. Yeah. And we even talked about how he better than anybody plays characters that are like sort of damaged. Deeply I guess. the flawed these characters broken. exactly. That are yeah. that are broken, that are um kind of going through these internal mm-hmm. um crises. Right. Um he's always he always conveys
1: it in, in the, in unsaid ways, like yeah. you can feel you can feel the, the, the grief and like this yeah. insane pain that he feels just in his eyes. He just he always looks like tired, mm-hmm. but not in like a not in like a I'm tired of like <laughs> making this movie like. T- he just his, for whatever reason he's just able to convey that through really minute facial expressions kind of like even like in the way he walks and moves within a scene yeah y- you get that sense of I mean, this guy this guy one has seen a lot has been through a lot and has some things that aren't he's not talking about to people well
0: and he's also he's also very good at playing characters where they might not say a lot, but when they do speak, everybody listens. And that's, and that's both the audience watching the film and Mm -hmm. the characters within the story. Right. Um, he kind of just, when he's on the screen, he just, he really just commands that kind of respect and you, and you have to, based off of his career and his body of work, Mm -hmm. you have to give him that respect while you're watching his performances. Right. Um, right. I didn't Rami Malek was good. Yeah. Um he felt a little interchangeable. He well he almost it almost seemed out of place for what his you know specific skill set mm-hmm. is. Not right. that it was bad, but right. Um I I it was to me not anything special. It it was almost like he didn't get to have kind of that free
1: like he's a, to me he's kind of he's kind of a quirky actor like there right. are a lot he, of, he needs
0: high energy and this yeah, was not that right
1: it's like high energy that he conveys in a low energy yeah like style yeah which I've always I've always liked that about Well, he Valid. he has
0: um, he kind of has a very specific style to the yeah. way that he acts and I felt like this was kind of going against that and I'm I'm glad that he was branching out um, right. and trying something that wasn't something necessarily different what he's used to right um but it like i don't think that he was made for this role um, no no by no, any means not. um jared leto was kind of what he always is yeah um, he did it really well he, he was he was a, he was sufficiently creepy he was sufficiently and, jared leto unsettling right for sure <laughs> um and but, i mean again it wasn't necessarily unique for him but more th- more so than Rami Malek's character I think that this character did fit Jared Leto very well. Oh yeah. Um for and sure. and he played it well. He did. It just um it, again,
1: and this has to, I think this has to do with his character just there wasn't anything that like was that kind of made him pop off if yeah. that makes his, sense. Yeah. I mean
0: his his character for as much as a serial killer can be seemed like pretty shallow they're just yeah i mean there wasn't much to him he Mm -hmm. he was exactly what we expected him to be right um right which i feel like we're kind of we're just in this in this theme of it was good yeah like that's i we're getting getting, to the point ask me about anything other than denzel and i'm just like yeah it was good yeah it was good it was well done (laughs) Uh, so anyway (laughs) but i thought i mean i thought that the 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 chemistry on screen between those three was actually, you know, pretty good. They, they, they play well into each other's skill sets. They, Mm -hmm. they match each other's energy pretty well. Right. Um, and, and, and that goes individually, that goes Denzel with Rami Malek. That goes Mm -hmm. Denzel with Jared Leto. That goes Rami Malek with Jared Leto. They all played very well together, which is important. Um, and, and, Especially when you have roles um, like Rami Malek's character, like Jared Leto's, right. where it's, it's not necessarily anything super unique. Mm-hmm. If, if the characters individually aren't necessarily going to stand out, it's important that, that they, that their are um, right. you know, their chemistry does. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um
1: I don't got anything else? Uh, yeah, say. I don't. I don't have too much more to I'm say. I'm trying to think about like anything that stood. But again, anytime I think about something, my thought is,
0: "Yeah, I was all right." Yeah, or I, I liked it. My thought is, it's not seven. It's not seven. <laughs> it <right. laughs> it kind of sucks, but um, one thing I like that I think you actually might have,
1: I think you had a little problems with was the music. I thought Thomas. Yeah. I thought Thomas Newman's score was very well done. I do get because you kind of said like. This music seems almost out of place. Yeah, here. that's exactly what I was it, thinking. There were, It seemed like the score was trying to cover a couple different like thematic styles, and it didn't really blend at times. But I thought each individual piece that was done was really well done. It was one of probably the more noticeable parts of the movie for me was the fact that I was actually listening to the score like, all right, I kind of dig this. But I did I did I, I still I thought, did get that sense of like eh, some of this seems I like.
0: and I don't think I I don't think I didn't enjoy the score. I actually I liked the score and I liked the musical choices. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily like how they fit in the film. Right. At times it felt like the score was trying to create emotions that the film itself was not able to like, it was almost, it was almost trying to pick up the slack for what they weren't able to show us or what they weren't able to tell us. Right. What they um, weren't
1: able to get across in other aspects, of. exactly,
0: and and music shouldn't have
1: music should be something that complements what's being yes you know what I mean it like,
0: should it shouldn't make up for shortcomings right. in the film it should boost kind of the already better
1: like the the better aspects of the film exactly and 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 not necessarily honestly, better but <clears throat> the other good
0: aspects of the film it should. Uh, those with up. with a movie like this, mm-hmm. um, and it might just be personal preference. I think right. less is more when it comes to music and yeah. when it comes to the score. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like a few times they kind of just got a little bit carried got, away, right? They they, um, they got a little, or bit it wasn't, extra. or it wasn't matched up well, um, uh-huh. well as it could be. Right. Um, so it it was more, not that it was bad, but it was kind of just jarring the way that it was all pieced together. Yeah, um, and I think that it could have been. It just could have been matched up to the film a bit better yeah. to where it wouldn't stand out so much. Right. And I'd rather with a film like this, I'd rather not notice the music yeah, and not notice the score than, right. than notice it because I'm like because not real satisfied. You feel with kind it. of or, out of place. Almost. Yes, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And I get that. All right. Oh, thank God. All right, man. I think that's
0: pretty much it for me. In conclusion, you want to grade it, or do you have any, do you have yeah. final thoughts on this? I final thoughts. It was good. It was good. So uh, grade wise,
1: I'm thinking <coughs> a probably. Uh, I'd go. I'd go B minus because I think if I if I start verging into C territory, that means it's a movie that's watchable, but it had like there's more aspects i didn't enjoy than right. i did and i think because overall i liked i liked every part of it it just wasn't it was good it was just it was just a good solid well-constructed thriller and i think for me that's a b minus yeah. maybe you could convince me of a c plus if i uh if you pulled my leg but i i, would, I think b minus would be my i'm my gonna go-to. go
0: i'm gonna go b minus two. too um don't well, copycat much it was good yeah it was. It was. That, it, w- I mean, it was good. Like I don't know.
1: It's hard to. It's hard to. <laughs> it's hard to say anything about a movie where at the end you're like, yeah, I liked it. But you know what? It is good. It is. Yeah. I enjoyed it, and also I'm just a huge Denzel fan. Like, dude, it's hard not to love watching a Denzel movie. I've you never.
0: Know? I've never watched a Denzel movie that I didn't enjoy.
1: Yeah. Very true.
0: Have you seen the Magnificent Seven? Some of it. I love that movie. I don't have, I the, same, I don't have the same I don't have the same issue as you where you can't not finish a movie. Oh, yeah. I think I, I watched a... the first 40 minutes of it. Okay. All right. Well, guess well. what? I love Denzel though.
1: that uh,
0: hurts my brain. Yeah. Got to Any- uh, no. love it. Anyway, bro, if you if you read through Denzel's filmography, oh, it's uh It's incredible. It's pretty intense. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like there there are very few people that have put together the career that he has the
1: resume that he has it's insane it's pretty nuts i mean and he's done so many different types of movies too i mean if we go through his filmography here if i can find it uh personal life there we go oh and on stage oh right because he did uh fences on stage i mean dude the movie um the first
0: movie. he also the- started in the 70s which is crazy yeah and the- he's still going strong you
1: know. The earliest Denzel movie I think I saw was Glory, Civil War movie. Yep, uh, with Matthew Broderick. Very very good movie. Um, Mo better Blues. He played Malcolm X in Malcolm X, Philadelphia. Is Joe Miller in Philadelphia? Um, Courage under fire, The Siege, The Bone Collector. Remember the Titans. Training Day. Dude.
0: He did. He did. Remember the Titans, Training Day, and John Q in three consecutive years. That's crazy. Oh, it's insane. Manchurian Candidate, Man on Fire, Deja Vu. Deja Vu was good, dude. American, American Gangster. Gangster. That's on my top fifty. Spoiler alert.
1: Taking of Pelham One Two Three. That's a good movie. That's People.
0: Taking of Pelham One Two Three is maybe his most underrated performance. I, yeah, oh, dude, it's un- so unstoppable.
1: Good.
0: With oh Chris yeah. Pine. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Book of Eli? I love Book of Eli. I love, That's I the, Book of, the Eli Book of Eli is one that I could probably just watch over and over. Like it's one of those yeah. movies I will never get sick of it. Mm-hmm. I could just yeah. throw it on in the background any given day. Mm-hmm. So good, dude, the music in that movie. And the is dude something else. And the cinematography, the oh, colors, the cinematography, the colors, the, yeah. Dude, they have I lo- I'm a sucker for like long shots, right. and they have mm-hmm. a few like no long cut shots. scenes that are just also like incredible, extra wide shots. Yes, like the
1: um, landscape shots in that movie are. That oh, would, that so would be
0: amazing. a fun one to actually do a breakdown of, like yeah. purely for the visuals, just to break down every moment where we're like,
1: oh my god, yeah. <laughs> like so that 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 uh, movie, the music is composed by Atticus Ross, who's part of. Um, um. oh shoot his partner he's part of Nine Inch Nails and he does um, Trent Reznor so those guys did Social Network oh, really? um, they've done they've done a bunch of good stuff they, uh, they won an Academy Award actually for uh, the Social Network I'm trying to see if he's got a here we go, Production uh, nope, that's not it Nine Inch Nails is this television? Here we go. Movies. Um, so, yeah. So, him and um, Trent Reznor have um, done The Social Network, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Gone Girl. Gone Girl score is amazing. Uh, Patriot's Day, Mid-90s, Bird Box, uh, Soul. The They did a Pixar movie. Yeah. Soul. And then Mank. Uh, they, they work a lot. They like working with David Fincher. A lot. Okay. Um But anyway, we're getting super, super sidetracked. Um,
0: so this just became the Denzel episode. Yeah.
1: In conclusion, um, we have our grades. Um, the Room, still the greatest movie ever made. Even, even a month later. Still coming at you from the 719. Yeah, a month later. Um, a month later. Uh, big things coming in March. You guys kind of already heard about it. If you watched the
0: WandaVision episode... Dude, um, this is—I forgot to point this out. What? This is now our fifth recording space that we're trying out. Oh yeah. Well, technically, it's still our third. It's our third, third space, fifth yeah. location. Fifth location within. No. Yeah, because one did, of those things. Because we, we did, did, did your couch, my couch, your so we, table. Yep, my table. my couch. Your table. Your table. The office studio. Office studio. I still like the office studio. I did. That's a good look. It is. It's a solid well, I look. I wish we didn't have to drive 20 minutes to get there. You know the nice thing, thing about record, this look, but... though,
1: with the wall right here, is we can decorate the shit out of this wall with, like, movie posters and, and stuff. And clocks. I'd rather burn that, but okay. That's yeah.
0: kind of messed up. Dude.
1: <laughs> I'm, just, I'm messing. That is a nice clock. All right, guys. So, well, we're going to get out of here because it's
0: late, and I'm... Um, you're going to work. I'm going to bed. I'm going to work soon. That's crazy. Um, so we can be found everywhere. Literally everywhere, including Instagram. The new Instagram page. Uh, At front front underscore, underscore row, row media. media. Um. Front Row Media, because we're hoping to do a whole lot more with this yeah. than just podcasts. We're going to rebrand it's a It's alri- already in the works. Yeah. Um, start getting our YouTube um, up and running, doing mm-hmm. some more live commentary, watch-alongs. Um, maybe once we get into theaters, we'll figure out something for that, too. Yeah. yeah. So getting our YouTube going, and that is Front Row Seats on YouTube. Yep. Um, we are Front Row Podcast anywhere you watch Anywhere Anywhere you you listen listen to to podcasts.
1: Yep. We are a front row podcast.
0: Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. If that's your thing. I know it's not. If you want to look us up easy,
1: just type in capital F, capital R, capital P, episode, and then a number. This should be number 21.
0: Yeah. And honestly... Can't go wrong with any of them, in my opinion. No, they're all pretty great. Um, if you want to look back at past episodes, we did a couple series, Front Row yep. Frights. If you're into scary movies, Front Row Frights is pretty sick. Look, dude, that was that
1: you know was you good. are still the best episode we've published so far. Though has been the Devil All... Oh, oh, we didn't. Honestly, go watch the Devil all the
0: time. Go watch. You'll the devil never all the hear time. our
1: thoughts on it. Yeah, you'll never, ever, ever. We will never. We probably will eventually one of these days. But I don't. We will I don't never. want to.
0: We can't recreate that. No. That was the best episode. That was we lightning have, in a bottle. We have ever recorded. At and the,
1: in the moment, it was. I think we've done better since. And we scratched it.
0: We did. The King was a good one. The King. The King was a good episode. That
1: movie was so funny. Um, Timothy. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Um, Timothy. Krispy Kreme.
0: Timothy Charlemagne, the God. Um, Doesn't matter. You so know what? Just find us on all those find things us everywhere. We're, um, we're, we're also on
1: Facebook. We're literally anywhere. We're anywhere you want to find us. Well, Your grandma's uh, coat closet. We're there. Probably not, but you never know. You think any grandmas
0: listening to this?
1: I sincerely think if a grandma was listening to this, we would be the most famous people of all time.
0: I do too. So no. So no. <laughs> in in it, No, I don't. I do not think. Um, speaking of subscribing, please do. Please do. Like, subscribe, comment. Like, we want to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Now that we have social media, a whole lot easier to interact with us. Yeah. If you have ideas for videos you want us to do, movies you want us to review, mm-hmm. thoughts on stuff we've already done. Mm-hmm. Um, really, also, it's a lot easier to share now. You can, really pictures, yeah. you can share our pictures, you can share our posts, yep. share our links, whatever you want to do. Oh, yeah. Um, we will be pretty active on those. Yes, um, we will. If you leave comments or reviews or anything anywhere else, we'll also try to make sure we respond. But mm-hmm. uh, tell your friends. Tell your wife. Tell your
1: kids. Hide your wife.
0: We, we no, we, no, not. I'll cut okay. that out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Beep. Beep. <laughs> yeah that wasn't good i think that's the reason it was bad karma that why we had to take a break <laughs>
1: because <laughs> that because, it, because
0: that episode that we had to cut out like six straight minutes because <laughs> we were saying some stuff that we can't and you'll never hear it you, you might ne- hear it one of these ne- days well they shouldn't well probably not well, also, no, they won't. Know, but just go no, th- they won't because my computer was stolen oh, and all that audio boy. is gone. Anyway, go check out FRP anyway, God, episode no, 18, not- the Warner Bros slash HBO Max announcement to find out what you'll never find out. That's true. Yeah, dude. Wait, what? Explain.
1: I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you about it right We're now. on camera right now. Yeah, I know. We're going to go off. I'll tell you off. Here, take the headphones off.
0: Cut. What up, Leo? You were pretty good tonight.